top of the morning to you. Or mid-morning, if you want to call it that. Bill Michael Show on the air. We are good uh, today. And tonight, for that matter. Tonight, we are down at the historic Bratstap. Going to the Bratstap tonight. Loving the Bratstap. I, uh, I think we've been there like every year for 23 years. And uh, the Bratstap, always a fun place down in Kenosha. So uh, sometimes it's crowded. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's loaded with Bears fans. Sometimes it's Packers fans. So looking forward to heading down to the Bratstap tonight for the uh, the Bill Michaels Huddle. Brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. Ben, you ever been to the Bratstop? No, believe it or not. The Bratstop is famous. A lot of bands, especially going back into the uh, late 70s and 80s, that were like up-and-comers or really starting to kind of make it big, uh, but weren't quite yet to, you know, big arena tours, they would stop at the Bratstop. And it would hold, you know, three, 400 people. I don't know how many people they fit in that place, but it's pretty big. A big, huge stage down there. I mean, bands going back to the day, like Foreigner played there and Sticks played there, and some of the you know the more regional bands that were looking for kind of a foothold in that you know Milwaukee, Chicago, groupie market. They all played there. They all played on that stage at some point or another. And then as they got bigger, obviously they didn't. But but it's a it's a cool place, and it it hasn't changed. I mean, you open the door and the seventies fall out, so it hasn't changed in all those years. But it's still a good place. So we're going to be at the Broad Stop tonight. How you doing today, Ben? Anything? Anything I'm good. good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a little the, the weather has sent me a bit under the weather. Just minus. Has it? Yeah, but frankly, I drove in today, Bill, and I know you don't commute every morning, so you might not get the winter wonderland vibe, mm-hmm. but I I am kind of a fan of the snow. I uh I am I'm a fan of the snow like now. Now, you know, like, and I was looking at the forecast, so next week it's going to be gone. Enjoy it while it's here because it's going to be mid-40s next week, and it's going to be, you know, the highs between now. Well, I shouldn't say that because tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, Sunday are going to be really cold, but after that it goes back up into the upper 30s and upper 40s even. So most of this will be gone by next week. But uh, I I love first snowfalls. I love snow at Christmas. I love snow at Christmas time. Last year... Kristen and I walked, uh, and I don't know if you knew this or not, but Cedarburg, Wisconsin, the, the downtown, the main street of Cedarburg is, is beautiful there in Washington. And uh, they actually have filmed, if not, if I'm not mistaken, a, one or two, like, Hallmark movies there. Those, you know, the Christmas movies, you know? So they filled, filmed a couple of movies there. Uh, and last year we got one of those days, like yesterday, where it was snowing, but it wasn't windy. It wasn't freezing cold. And we just walked around. It was snow. It was like walking through a snow globe. This picturesque little downtown snow globe. So I agree with you. I love the snow, but once we get to New Year's Day, I'm ready. I'm I'm done. I'm out. That's when I start to get the itch for. Hey, uh, it's not going to be long, or we're going to be heading to someplace warm to cover Super Bowl, and then after that, we're going out to cover pitchers and catchers that are going to be reporting and, and spring training games. And then I'm like, okay, I'm I'm ready now because don't wait till the third week of June to get warm. I'm ready for warm in 75, 85 degrees and sunny. So I don't I love snow. I love snow at the right time. And I know like the ski hills and everybody were really thrilled with it yesterday. And now they can start making snow on a consistent basis and such. So I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. I like that. Yeah, I got you. I did drive by my, my home golf course, if you will. And by home, I mean the local muni right next to work. Yeah. And it was covered in snow. So I had a brief moment of silence in my car. Made you a little sad, didn't it? A bit. <laughs> just a bit 
Oh, my goodness. Uh, speaking of a little sad, uh, the Cowboys still trying to figure out what went horrifically wrong in Green Bay, while the Packers, they are uh, remaining optimistic that Thursday night, tomorrow night at Lambeau Field, they can take down the Tennessee Titans and live euphorically for at least another 10 days, which would be fantastic. Uh, so we'll have to wait. I mean, this is going to be an interesting matchup, though, because the Cowboys were not good defensively at stopping the run. We knew that coming into the game, sort of the Packers, and that's why they ran the ball so much. Tennessee, though, just the opposite. They can run the ball, which the Packers don't stop very well. And in addition to that, they stop the run. They do play the run pretty well. So, uh, and this is the reason Tennessee coming to town, while many people are saying, oh, look, the Packers beat the Cowboys, they can beat anybody. True, but can they do it consistently? Because this is a whole different team, and then they bring in the uh, the wrecking ball that is Derrick Henry. And if he gets going and they don't have a way to stop him, good night, sweet prince. So much like we heard Joe Barry yesterday talking about gang tackling and just hanging on, you know, swarming to the ball, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna um you're gonna need to be doing that in, in tenfold coming up on Thursday night. By the way, Rick says Granite Peak and Wausau are gonna have the slopes open next week. So if you're a skier, yeah, I think uh I think Pine Mountain is open. Uh, I know there's snow on the ground in the UP. I know that uh, they've already had some prior to us getting some pretty mass across the state yesterday. So some of the areas up up north are, are doing pretty well. Um, so anyway, uh, but, uh, you know, again, January, February, I don't mind it too much. Those are supposed to be cold. You're going through January, especially because you're going through the NFL playoffs. So you're week to week. You're still talking playoffs. You're in the throes of the uh, the college basketball season. You're not to March Madness. You're not to the NBA All-Star break yet. None of that's going on. So you're kind of like you're, you're still into the sports mode. You're coming out of the holidays. You're getting back into the swing of things for the new year. But once you get to February, slamming a penage in a car door if I could bring back summertime. Man, do that in a heartbeat. By all means. Oh, but then uh, the so, golf season heats up, Bill. I know. Yeah, majors. But, but, but oh. that's what I'm saying, though. But then I start looking at the golf season, and I'm like, oh, come on. Because now you're looking at them they're playing in Kapalua, uh, and, and, so, and it's like, oh, you're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. Because all I want to do is get out and play golf and do stuff in the warm weather. That's why watching uh, golf, watching golf, not bad. When they're playing, you know, is somewhere within the states that's relatively warm. You know, like playing out in Arizona, I like it. Get it? Like it. But when they're over in Hawaii, that's like a whole that's that's like a whole other country. That's you know, that's not even fair. You know, that it's just not. When you're watching the weather, when you finally get to April, you know, and baseball's getting ready to get underway, and you don't have snow flurries on opening day, and the first week of baseball gets out of the cold, and you know it's not getting snowed out in Colorado and Cleveland and all that crap because baseball should never start that early, but it does. And then you finally get to the end of the month, and you're like, ah, oh, the blossoms are in bloom. They're going up Magnolia Drive. Yeah, okay. Now we've got to the Masters. Now I can start feeling like it's official where I can get to a point where I can at least start feeling warm. Because you know you're going to get a day. One day is going to be 70. Next day is going to be 40. Next day is going to be 38. Next day is going to be 71. You know, then it's all over the place. And at least you're starting to get a taste of it, you know? But Yeah, but I live vicariously through my television. So even in February, you know? Okay. We just yeah. live through what we watch and not actually experience anything in these days. I got to get you out more. I swear to God, I do. I'm joking. I really do. I got to get you out more. 
<laughs> We've also entered uh, the, the season of idiots driving with snow on top of their car and letting it fall on others. Um, I have to admit I have it's I, I can I can't complain wildly because I have done that, but I don't do it often. Uh, one because I have a garage, so the car stays in the garage. But I, if you're in a hurry, uh, I have done that, where I think, ah, oh, you know, if I just hit 45 up to 25 mile an hour street, you know, it'll all blow off. But not today because it was a heavy wet snow. The snowplow came by my house last night. I guess about 10 o'clock, 10:30. I had just gone up and laid down, started to kind of doze a little bit, and then all of a sudden you feel the earth move. One of those big ass snow blowers or snow uh, plows went by kind of woke me up a little bit but but it was weird you know this early the snow plows are going by banging up and down slamming the because at the bottom of the hill they clear the intersection of where i live so they back up they drop the blade they back up they drop the blade they back up and they clear the entire intersection and then go around from there but you can hear them bang banging that banging that blade last night and you kind of close your eyes and go ah it's winter time there you go Anything else? Anything else we should know about on your drive into work? Were you you really waxed nostalgic this morning? You you took us down a whole path. Yeah, uh, first time I've been caught up on sleep in a couple weeks, frankly. So okay, we're thinking clearly. Not nah, nothing else. Just complaining about drivers. That's become <laughs> my thing. Okay, I, you know it's funny though. I saw um, I saw a whole bunch of uh, uh, Facebook and Twitter stuff today about that. About that exact thing, about cleaning off your car and, you know, don't be lazy, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, whatever. But, uh, but yeah, I did see that this morning. I guess there were a lot of people that went, ah, to hell with it. It'll melt and just took off. And, you know, the one thing you always have to watch out for is driving behind semis. After you get the snow and then you get like a weekend and it gets icy because when they don't take the semis out over the weekend, the ice uh, pack forms on top of the semis and then you're driving down the road and you got a, you know, a sheet of two inch thick four by four ice flying at you oh yeah that'll do some damage to your car i've seen that happen before there you go all right we've gotten all your safety tips for winter now out of the way have a day have a day today we got uh aaron, we're gonna hear from aaron Rodgers. gonna hear from matt lafleur after his presser uh because when we got off the air yesterday it was a weird week because it's a short week so we didn't get a chance to get to take a listen to matt so we're gonna hear from matt today uh by uh, uh christian watson by the way mike clemens caught up with him we're gonna hear that uh, also, uh, we have got uh, today uh, Mark Schofield, SB Nation, going to be joining us. Cassidy Hill, Journal Sentinel, going to be here today. So we got all kinds of good stuff coming up today. All kinds of good stuff. Oh, by the way, this is, yeah, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. It's Thursday night game. You know what that means, right? That means that all one color, the color wash, craptastic. Yeah. Are the Packers really wearing all white? That is what I've seen. Is is that it? Oh, my God. Safe to say I am not a fan, Bill. That is terrible. That is terrible. Uh, not a fan of the all-white at all. At all. Which means what? They're going all powder blue for Tennessee or all dark blue? Yeah, dark. It's like a dark powder hybrid. <sighs> The, the I will say, because the Packers put stripes on the pants and on the shoulders, uh, it's not ter- It's not as bad as the whiteout that they had for Cincinnati. It's not as bad as some of the other uniforms that we've seen 
like the all red that Washington wore one time. Uh, it's it's not that bad, but I'm I'm still not a fan of all white. Just doesn't look good. Are we supposed to get snow on Thursday too? By the way, I don't know that. I, I that I don't know. I uh, I I have to take a look because I thought they were saying today uh, on the local morning news that we might have snow on Thursday night for the game. Don't know if that's true. I got to take a look. But if that's going on, man, can you imagine having the whiteout and then snow on top of it? Nah, baby, not. Nah. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step out, take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll reset. Got a lot to get to today, a lot to, to talk about. And Aaron Rodgers used a word that everybody's freaking out over uh, today on all the morning shows. And that was the one thing they took away from his conversation. And I am going to defend Aaron Rodgers because he's 110%. Absolutely, positively, dead nuts, straight on, true. There's, it's, it's just take it as it is. People are trying to analyze it way too much. We'll get into that when we come back. Stay tuned. Got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. I don't know. I mean, sustainable has become one of those words that. Gets said a little bit too much, I think, this year. So I'm going to stay away from uh, sustainable. Stay away from it. Analyze it. My God, they're beating that thing to death today. It was a question. He didn't say it. A reporter said it. Said, is this sustainable? Roger was honest about it. God, oh, my goodness. This morning, that was uh, the word that was on Get Up. It was on uh, First Take. It was on Good Morning Football. It was on one of the uh, one of the talk shows um, uh, on, um, God, I can't think of the uh, the, the serious satellite radio name. Um, was it on Mad Dog Sports or Barstool Sports? I can't remember. But that's all they were talking about. Oh, Rogers doesn't think it's sustainable. He doesn't. He doesn't. Th- he doesn't have any confidence in it. They're going to lose. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. This goes back to the R-E-L-A-X and run the table comment from yesterday when we were talking with Pete Doherty about this. Okay? Sustainable. What you want him to say? Oh, yeah. We can do it. We're going to do it. You know, And then we're going to run with it. He is living in a reality that a lot of people don't want to live in. Okay? Doesn't mean he's not competitive. Doesn't mean he doesn't want to win. Doesn't mean he doesn't believe in his talents and such. What he is simply saying is, I don't know if we got the horses on this team to get the job done. We've got a lot of injuries, some key injuries that started to mount. I have a group of burgeoning targets that one week they look good, the next week they go away. They can't stay healthy. They can't stay on the field. An offensive line that has not stayed together but for a couple of games all season long i got a head coach that at times just completely forgets how in the hell to call plays and you're asking me about sustainability jordy nelson randall cobb greg jennings jermichael finley Devontae adams james jones donald driver they're not walking through that door when you had those guys sitting in your stable, you can go R-E-L-A-X. Yeah, I don't even need an offensive line. What, are you stupid? I'll just get, drop back two steps and throw it up. I'm good to go. Now, he doesn't know. 
He doesn't know. He's being honest. And people want to just rip him for it. I There is a price. They always say there's a price of fame. And Rodgers ascended so high. He ascended to the same status and strata almost as Tom Brady, who has seven rings. Tom Brady has seven rings, had a, a, a supermodel wife. She was making 80 plus million a year. He's making 20 plus million a year. <clears throat> Doesn't include endorsements. They're living in basically a Disney castle. He is every year talked about as being an MVP. And even if he doesn't win, he doesn't care because he goes to these banquets and dinners and, and all this stuff, and he wears seven rings, and he holds them up, and people go crazy, and they're like, goat, goat, you the man, goat. And Rodgers is right there. And Rodgers has the one ring, and he's got, you know, a lot of playoff appearances, unbelievable statistics. He's got the four MVPs. He can hold, you know, the MVPs in his arms. He, but he's ascended to this strata. And there's a price with fame. And the fame is that everybody hangs on your every word. So when somebody is honest or he's honest, it's like people want to just beat him up over it. It's like, no, 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 no. The dude's honest. I appreciate that. I don't know what has been the linchpin to winning this year, to, to kind of holding it all together. You haven't found it. Because they haven't been able to string them together. They haven't won back-to-back games all season long. What's favoring them is that they just beat a pretty good Dallas team. They discovered a way to do it in running a good mix of running the football and throwing the football. Christian Watson had a bit of a coming-out party. The offensive line kept Rodgers pretty much upright, kept Micah Parsons off of him. Play action did a lot of that because they were successful running the football. And the defense did what they could. Okay, they found a recipe. So they just come off of that, and a road team on a Thursday night game doesn't necessarily bode real well. So you got those two things playing into your favor, right? Right? Yeah. Okay. So Rogers is looking at this going, there's no way. Everybody wants me to say R-E-L-E-X, because all the green and gold followers do. All the people that are really hardcore just right now, they, you know... Everybody was sitting at home or sitting in uh, the stands or sitting in your favorite pub or eatery or massive sports bar or whatever it happens to be on Sunday, and you were watching the game, and you were sitting there just ready to, to just, you know, dob your head and go home and put those, you know, the eye mask over and then hope to go to sleep and wake up come training camp. I, I admit it. We all thought they were dead. Nobody really that I could I could think of picked them to win, unless you're just one of those, they're going to win this week, people. Uh, you know. And then you're just, I'll take your money every damn day of the week. Because those people never bet on the games. They won't put their money where their mouth is. They just hope. And there, hope, there's nothing wrong with hope. But when they won, there's this group out there, this hardcore group that's like, and they're gargling on the green and gold Kool-Aid. They're back. They're on their way. And Rodgers is going, no, just chill. we got to get two wins in a row first. That's all. You know? 
R-E-L-A-X happened once. It was a moment in time. It was the right time, the right phrase. That's it. That's it. 877-867-1670. That's right. They did win weeks two, three, and four. They did string three wins together, didn't they? I thought there were some losses in the middle there, but I'm not sitting here looking at the schedule. So trying to get two wins in a row. I haven't done it for a long time. That's my point. So there you go. So Rogers is just trying to say, hey, just don't get crazy on me because this is not what it seems to be. And I get it, and I appreciate it. But that was the big discussion this morning. Everybody, and, and you know, I get it. You want to look at it and say, okay, let's analyze this. Did they find the recipe? Well, the team you're about to face is different than the team you just faced because this team can stop the run. This team can run the football. Why the Cowboys got away from running the football, I have no idea. And this team doesn't commit the same level of penalties that the Cowboys do. That's the other thing. Cowboys kind of shoot themselves in the foot, much like the Packers have been doing all season long. They come up with those inopportune, uh, you know, holding penalties and just things that are stupid, you know, like hitting, hitting Aaron Jones out of bounds. Just stupid things like that. So they just, I, I want to see the Packers just get a good win. I still don't know who I'm picking in that game. Ben, if you had to make a pick, do you, uh, are you are you taking the Packers at home with a little bit of juice? Or are you going to say, you know what, just still don't have a lot of faith. I'm going to go in the uh, favor of the Tennessee Titans. I'm still thinking through it. Uh, to be completely honest, the white jersey thing petrifies me. Because either, and this is just how my brain works, either they're going to come out and dominate and the offense looks great, Rodgers looks great, or I'm scared in those jerseys. Like, if you get bulldozed by Derrick Henry wearing all white, it looks a Mm -hmm. lot worse, just aesthetically. So that's what I'm scared of. I haven't figured out who I'm picking. I think the Packers win the game, but I'm petrified at, like, the Titans aren't that good, but they're tough. And what is, like, can the Packers string four tough quarters together and stop Henry. And then with the white jerseys, I just, my stupid brain thinks it's not going to happen. Yeah. I am, I think I'm probably like a lot of people where, I mean, we're going to do picks tonight uh, on the huddle for sure. But I think I'm like a lot of people. I, uh, I, I haven't, it's like the Packers woke me up to say, Oh, look, we can win this way. But I don't know if I can just forget about the previous four or five weeks that I saw and that game in, in Detroit, you know? That's, that's, if I had to pick, which I will tonight, but if I had to pick, I'd probably pick Tennessee. You know, like Roger said, we're not going to be favored in many more games the rest of the season the way they're playing. Then they beat the Cowboys and suddenly they're favored at home again. Um... I think they've been good in protecting the home field advantage since Matt LaFleur took over. Uh, Thursday night games at home, usually pretty good. But um, as time goes on and the more I hear about this uh, Tennessee defense, it sounds very, very similar to what they faced in the New York Jets. Good up front, stopping the run, putting pressure on a quarterback. And the Packers, prior to this past weekend's game, weren't able to score more than 22 points in four or five weeks. 
So I just, you know, I'm still a little skittish about it. I'll make my pick tonight, though. I'll make it tonight for sure. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Again, coming up tonight, we're going to be uh, compliments of Bud Light. We're going to be the Brat Stop down in Kenosha. So if you live down in that direction and you want to come out tonight, uh, pretty much the snow's done. So come on out and say hello. Get out of the house now that you've shoveled out of it. And uh, come on by and say hi. It should be a fun time. It always is down there tonight. Come on by and say hello. Um, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break, come back. we got a lot more to get to. Brought to you by our friends at the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Also, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill right out there on Pewaukee Lake. They have got uh, they've got a viewing party going on tonight, trivia tonight as well. If you're interested in going out there and checking out the Bucks game on the TV, having some fun, some music, some trivia, all that good stuff tonight going on at Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill. More of the Bill Michaels Show coming up. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Good to have you. Glad to have you on board today. In many different facets, saying hi to Jake, listening to us in Marshfield, also uh, Tony, WMAM, our friends up there in uh, Menominee, in Marinette. Uh, he said he went down to uh, Forgotten Fire Winery over the weekend, picked up a uh, bottle of Red Hot Mess for his wife, said she enjoyed it. Thanks for turning us on to it. It's right there in your own backyard. How'd you not know about it? Uh, also want to say hi to uh, Tony, uh, who is listening to us in uh, Shawano as well. So there you go. Thanks for uh, taking a listen to us today. This portion of the program brought to you by Wabam. W-A-B-A-M. Wabam. Go to getwabam.com. Look for it in many different stores now, detail shops. Uh, and also, if you're talking about cleaning supplies and products and stuff for your home, janitorial services, um, inside your business, go to get, G-E-T, getwabam.com. That is getwabam.com. Uh, Max writes, he talked about the defense of the Tennessee Titans being good against the run. How good are they? They are this good. They are second best in the National Football League. 85.1 yards per game is all they're giving up. 85.1 yards per game. Just an FYI. Uh, they're not bad against the pass. You can throw on them. Um Well, I take that back. They're actually pretty bad against the pass. They're giving up 272.6 yards per game. But um, that actually is the worst in football, or second worst in football, only behind the Atlanta Falcons, or only in front of the Atlanta, uh, Atlanta Falcons. So they're second worst. So you can throw on them, but it's very difficult to run on them. Packers, by the way, did you know? This, this seems odd, but Ben, if I told you the Packers' pass defense was ranked third in the National Football League, would you believe me? Yards-wise? Yards-wise, per game. Uh, no, per frankly. Game Yards per game. Second best in the National Football League. Second best. They're seventh worst in stopping the run, giving up 140.6 yards per game. Houston's the worst at 181.8, but, yeah, second best. Or third best, excuse me, third best passing defense in football. They haven't faced yet, the best crop yet, of quarterbacks in the world. 
No, I'll give you that, but yet we criticize the hell out of them at every turn. Everybody sucks every time, you know, a team goes down the field. They're actually not bad. It's just, you know, usually in big moments, long drives are what kill them. Getting off the field on third down in certain situations. But again, we talk about a team that they don't give up a lot of long passes. They just keep it in front of them and keep the sticks moving. Ninth best team in football at total yards per game are the Green Bay Packers. If I'd have told you that at the beginning of the day, you'd never thought about it. 320.3 yards per game they're giving up. They're just a tick behind Buffalo and a tick better than uh, four yards better than Cincinnati. But they're uh, like the Jets only give up 312 yards per game. The best defense in football is San Francisco, 280.6 yards per game. Think about this. Think about how bad the offense and the hot seat Nathaniel Hackett's on in Denver, how bad Russell Wilson is, how bad that offense is, but their defense is second best total yards-wise in football. They only give up 116 yards rushing, and they give up 174 yards passing. 290.4 yards per game is all they give up. And they're averaging uh, only giving up 18.6 points per game. That's not bad. Packers are about middle of the pack, 21.6 points per game. Last couple of games have hurt them, Detroit and uh, and and the Cowboys. But they're, they're scoring-wise, they're not bad. They're middle of the pack. And they're only a couple of places behind Minnesota. Minnesota gives up 21.2 points per game. The, the the difference is, though, their offense actually scores points. When you start to look at the stats, you're like, how are they this bad? And then you look at the offensive statistics for the Packers. Total yards per game, they're middle of the pack. Pardon the pun, 352.3 yards per game. Buffalo's 424, Kansas City's 423, Miami's 391. It goes from there. And the worst one is Tennessee, offensively, 281.7 per game. But when you're talking about running the football, run, the best run offense in football, and, and I know why this is, is the Chicago Bears. And it's mainly because Justin Fields gets about 100 yards a game, not to mention their regular run game. Same thing with Baltimore. Because of Lamar Jackson, second-best rushing football team uh, in the National Football League. Then because of Saquon Barkley in the season he's having as a true running back, you've got the Giants, then the Falcons. Packers average 129.3 yards per game. But when was one of the last times that the, the Green Bay Packers weren't anywhere near the top 10 in passing yards? Kansas City, Buffalo, Miami, Tampa Bay even with Tom Brady. Uh, but he's got some weapons. Chargers, Bengals, Minnesota, Detroit, Packers nowhere to be found. They're a tick below Denver. That's how bad offensively they've been passing the football. Just some different nuances there. Just thought I'd throw it out there. Uh, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, feel free to go ahead and do so. Uh, This is from Kelly, and Kelly says, uh, is this sustainable? No. They can't keep winning this way. They need some legitimate threats downfield. Maybe Christian Watson will hang on to the football on a consistent basis now and give Rodgers somebody to throw to. If you get a few wins and then finally get Cobb back, maybe you get another weapon that's legitimate. So maybe you have three, and then once Dobbs comes back, you have four. But right now, you've got one guy, a bunch of dudes, and a tight end, and that's about it. 
Kelly, thank you very much for the email. 877-867-1670. And that's, that's why when we sit here and go, ah, you know, are you going to pick the Packers on Thursday night? I just don't know if I can. Because we've just seen too much ineptitude. I want to. I want to keep this feeling going. What, what we need more than any, because this is the playoffs. You're, you're in the playoffs now. They, you, there's, there's maybe one more loss, at most two more losses on your season. But I think you've got one more loss left in you. And you pretty much can circle that game in Philadelphia on Sunday night as the next one. You know? That's that's kind of like your next real, you know, there's no way you're going to win that type of game. After that, you know, if the Packers start rolling, you get healthy, you get hot, you start to figure things out, eh, who knows what can happen. God knows at the beginning of the season, we thought this defense was going to be pretty good. You want to get Devondre Campbell back, you know where Sean Gary's not coming back, so you got to figure out other things. Guys have started to step up, but... Jeremy says, don't forget, we also have the Finns down, Dolphins down in, in Florida. Yeah, I I don't even know what to make uh, of the Dolphins right now. You're right, don't get me wrong, because the Dolphins uh, offensively, I think they're third best yards per game-wise in the National Football League. Third best. Um, And the Dolphins are, what, sixth, I think, in points per game, offensively speaking. Uh, Sixth or seventh, because Kansas City, Buffalo, Philadelphia, those were one, two, three. I just saw that the other day. I got to look. Then there's Baltimore, Seattle, Cincinnati, then Miami. So they're seventh best. Dolphins can put it up, no doubt about it. And, with you know, once they added Tariq Hill and gave two of the weapons that he wanted and and needed, and once he got past that, you know, back-to-back weeks of the concussions and, and came back and looked strong, two has been everything that he was billed to be. I still don't think he's great. Maybe he'll get great, but I think he's starting to morph into what it is they thought he was when they drafted him. Because this was kind of it for him. Once they gave him the weapons, they basically said, look, here's everything you need. Now it's up to you to go make something out of it because all the pomp and circumstance that came with you as a high-end draft choice, now it's on you. We've given you everything. Now it's on you. And uh, he's he's provided some excitement. So he's making some people, including myself, at least right now, eat eat their words. I never thought he'd be great. I thought he'd be good, but I never thought he'd be great. But the way they, they made him out, you know, before the draft, and God knows on ESPN, oh, my God, they couldn't use the word Tua enough. It's like they just wake up in the middle of the night screaming his name. 877-867-1670. If you're a betting person, are you putting your money on the Packers tomorrow night? Maybe that's the best way to put the question. I think it's a legitimate question. Because Aaron Rodgers was asked, is this sustainable? You tell me. You tell me. We'll take your phone calls. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at J&L Tire Service. Lyle and a gang out there off of 94 in the Johnson Creek exit, whether you're a soccer mom, minivan, or an over-the-road truck driver with a semi. They have the facilities for everybody. Tires, brakes, oil changes, whatever it is you need. Engine repair. They can do it all. Get a hold of our friend Lyle at jandltire.com, jandltire.com. And if you're on the road right now and you're out there by Johnson Creek and you look north on 94 at the uh, Johnson Creek exit, you can see it right there off the highway. Stop in, get a little service work done. You're going to be good to go. Stay tuned. we got more coming up right after this. 
covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. And they cut former third-round pick Amari Rogers after he struggled again with punt returns. Packers head coach Matt LaFleur. You know, Amari, that one, that one uh, hurts uh, a lot because I know how much this meant to him. And he did everything we asked him to do. He was a great teammate. He worked his tail off. But, you know, we are in a production-based business, and, you know, it's unfortunate. Amari Rogers had five fumbles so far this season. Randall Cobb has known Amari since he was 12 years old, the son of Cobb's position coach at Kentucky. I love the kid. No, he's a, he's a, he's a great kid. He goes about things the right way. He prepares the right way. Things happen in the business, and this is a man's league, and you got to understand that. you got to perform. The Packers host the 6-3 and three Tennessee Titans tomorrow night. Head coach Mike Vrabel says his defense will keep an eye on Christian Watson after his three-touchdown performance against the Cowboys. There's a definite skill set. There's a size. There's a speed. You know, they've handed it to him, you know, in motion. They've got him on catching runs, and they've, you know, worked him down the field. So it looks like he should be coming into the game with a lot of confidence after Sunday. Christian Watson on the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio last night. Some of the young wide receivers have been painted as scapegoats for the Packers' problems despite... Aaron Rodgers' absence during OTAs, which isn't sitting well with some there. You know, I don't, I don't really pay attention. I don't really think any any of us rookies, you know, pay attention to you know what's going on in the media or you know we're we're in there, we're in the facilities, we're practicing, uh, we're around twelve, you know, for for hours. We we already have kind of a sense and a feeling of you know what he's feeling and. Uh, you know, I, we never got any, you know, bad energy or, or bad vibes from him. That's Packers rookie receiver Christian Watson. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show. You got to hit it, make it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Hit it, make it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Welcome back to the program. Good to have you. Mark Schofield, SB Nation, going to be joining us coming up in the next hour. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. Uh, this portion of the program also brought to you by our friends at New Mail Medical. Uh, this time of year, uh, you're going to be uh, asked to do a lot of stuff. You, you, I think we're back to normal where we're doing some Christmas parties again and office parties again. And I hope to God you're not doing stuff virtually. But uh, hopefully we're getting back to having gatherings and uh, you're going to be doing that. You know it's going to be cookie and cake and pie and, you know, knick-knack, chocolate season, everything that goes along with it. And you, you, you know, put on a little pound. You're going to start sticking it on, that winter weight, as they call it. You might as well start thinking about jump-starting a brand-new you right now. That is at the New Mel Medical Center, 414-455-4451. And if you're, you know, you're too tired to go to a lot of these events, you're just feeling run down and sluggish and moody and what have you, could be uh, could be low T. Stop in and get checked. It takes you maybe ten minutes to get your numbers checked. That's it. Locations throughout Wisconsin uh, and anywhere, really, for that matter, because they're all over the country. But one phone number for this area. And if you if, say you're listening to us right now in Las Vegas on the app, that's okay. Call the number. They'll hook you up with wherever you need to go. Whatever the closest one to you is. Four one four four five five four four five one. That's four one four four five five four four five one. That's the New Mail Medical Center. Again, the New Mail Medical Center. Um, ben, did you hear anything about Kylan Hill ripping the Packers? No. I just heard LaFleur and everybody talk, and I, I think I have the cut. Uh, he said it, I don't think it was a performance thing. It was an attitude thing. Okay. 
Um, I have it. Yeah, I. I good question. Uh, I have not heard Kylan Hill ripping the Packers. To be honest with you, I, I I've not heard that. I heard uh, kind of what. Uh, th- this is what Matt Lafleur had to say. Let's take a listen to Matt Lafleur first and foremost. You know, being a member of the Green Bay Packers, it's a privilege. And there are standards and expectations that are placed on every member of this team that we expect guys to live up to. And I realize that he is in a loaded room. But regardless of your role, no matter how big or how small, we expect guys to come to work and be supportive and own that role to the best of their ability. And when you don't do that, this is what happens. So there you go. It wasn't about talent. It, well, it, what it might have been was he wanted more of a role. And they said, no, this is what your role is. And so he had maybe, for lack of a better adjective, maybe a pouting issue. Didn't own his role. You know, I, it, I've always, boy, the special teams coaches are the number one coaches to talk to about owning your role. Because that's the way you're going to make the team, that's the way you're going to stay on the team, and that's the way you're going to get noticed. If you play special teams with a reckless abandon where you just want to go do your job and beat the hell out of somebody for that one particular play, that's the way to get noticed or have a career. So if Kylan Hill wasn't owning it, and he felt like I'm better at this, I'm better at that. I can, you know, wanting to be more involved in say the running game. Maybe he felt like he was better and quicker and more elusive than say AJ Dillon as a backup running back. I, I, I don't know. I wasn't in those rooms, but it certainly sounds like Matt Lafleur is laying it down, going, "Dude wasn't owning his role. You want to sit in the corner and pout and not support your teammates? Just talk to you later. We don't need you." And Kylan Hill doesn't have enough on a resume to, you know, have the the phone ringing off the hook right now to be to be able to say, oh, no problem, I'm out the door, I'll go find a job somewhere else, no big deal. They're going to be calling me about thirty seconds after I get in my car. Kylan Hill's probably sitting around today going, what did I just do? Probably doing a lot of mirror looking right now. So I did. Who knows? Maybe Kylan Hill did say something. I didn't read it. I didn't read anything specifically. But like he, uh, like uh, Matt Lafour says, you don't own it. Uh, you're gonna find yourself looking for a job. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. This is from uh, this is from Milwaukee Dave. Milwaukee Dave says uh, you asked the question about whether or not you bet on the Packers tomorrow night. No, I couldn't do that. As a matter of fact, I put some money down on Tennessee. I want the Packers to win. I'm a Packers fan. But if it comes down to losing my money and going green or losing green, I'm choosing my money. That's from Packer Dave. I I mean, I get it. I'm not faulting you for it. I'm not putting money on it. I'll tell you that right damn now. Uh, Tim says, Tom Brady was in Germany. His uh, ex-wife was in Costa Rica with her new boyfriend. What the hell was going on inside that household? I, I don't even want to play that. I don't even know. I mean, a, a marriage after that long a period of time, and the next thing you know, you, you got, you know, don't get me wrong, she's stunning and probably has guys beating down the door just to be able to take her out on a date. But that fast? Damn. Damn. 
Mark Schofield, SB Nation, is going to join us. We're going to talk about the Packers, the Cowboys, the NFL, the Packers' chances in the NFL. Take a look around the NFL. Anything and everything football. Good stuff. Good stuff. Got a lot more coming back right after this. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe. 